Benny Keegan whistled his way down the hall of the Zetter's fifth floor, his small dog Sparky obediently at his heels. Benny hoisted the tray on one hand, as he'd watched Gilbert do. The French press slid a few inches, and the cups rattled a bit, so he lowered it and held it with both hands. He needed practice. Not that the hotel would ever hire him as a waiter. They'd said a sixteen-year-old would need a lot of seasoning to acquire that job. The ones who had interviewed him laughed at the word seasoning. Food, get it? Then he got it, and in his head went one better. He was only thirteen. I lied, get it? Thirteen. But what he lacked in height and experience, he made up for in depth. In his glance, his sober expression, his seeming seriousness, and his experience of the world. And they'd gone on. As you'll be in the kitchen, mostly on the washing up, and the late shift too. Now here he was, with his unhired dog, pinch-hitting for old Gilbert Snow, bringing coffee on a tray. He knocked at the door. No reply. Knocked again. What was the drill? Old Gilbert hadn't gone into the finer points, given the guest had ordered coffee separately from his dinner. Given that, this guest should be here. He knocked again. He had Gilbert's keycard. Keep that safe now, young Benny. No one needs to know. I'll only be gone for a bit. Got to get myself topped up. His laugh was phlegmy as he pulled on his coat. But the door had given in to the last knock, had opened a quarter inch, and now Benny pushed it delicately, again announced himself. Room service! No one answered. He hoped he hadn't got the wrong room. He and Sparky were all the way into the dimly lit space and looking around. Right or wrong, it was posh, really modern or modish. Not three hundred quid a night posh, but he wouldn't mind stopping here for a night. Sheets on the bed white as glare ice. Towels you could pitch a tent with. Wood polished to gleaming. Very nice. A long ledge against the left wall that could be used as a desk or a table held the dinner service that Gilbert had delivered an hour or so ago. Heavy cutlery, good china. Remains of a hamburger, chipped potatoes, little pots of mustard and ketchup and pickle. Their contents slathered around on chips and a half-eaten burger. Where was this person? Maybe gone down to the entrance to speak to the desk clerk or something. Not to the restaurant, hardly, if he'd gotten room service. The sliding door was open to the balcony, patios the hotel called them, and Sparky had gone out there to nose about. All the rooftop studios had them, and this one was really big. He might be out there, enjoying the April night. Sparky started up barking, so Benny, still with his tray, stepped out onto the patio. There were a couple of metal chairs out here, and a table. Plants big ones in big pots. That was when he saw him, with Sparky sitting beside. The man was lying face up, or face skewed, in an uncomfortable position near the table. Benny held fast to the tray, the French press shivering, the little cups clicking. The tray felt glued to his hands. He took some deep breaths, trying to start his thinking going again.
He kept on clutching the tray and staring down at what he could see of the man's face. Young, kind of. Probably a knob. That was a really good jacket he was wearing. But it wasn't so good now, not with that wide bloodstain across it. He finally managed to set down the tray. He pushed the dog aside and bent down to get a better look, only to see more he'd have to turn the body over, and police didn't like that, he knew. He had to call the hotel manager or someone, but not yet. After all the aggro he'd gotten down in the kitchen, he wanted to be in charge for once, just a few minutes to be in charge of the situation.